Um, no, listen, and, listen. I am. I, I, I no. I'm really glad you brought that up. I was actually going to work something in as we were talking about the movies to work towards your book. But let's hit on this for a moment. If you have time, do you have time? Sure, sure. Okay, because this is really important. When you just talked about the, the rapture and end times, and if you're going to follow the Bible, we're only you know halfway there anyway. What these people are doing, in my opinion, is they're, just like we're talking about orchestrating the collapse of the current forms of government, the current institutions, and all this stuff, they are orchestrating. Because remember, there's various types of people out there, and so they can drive people into these personalized echo chamber feedback loop so it's almost a choose your own adventure so if you live on your phone they're constantly putting stuff in front of you that either confirms your biases or it drives you into a narrative that they want you to believe so there's a large faction of people out there coming out of the evangelical movement and coming out of even uh, parts of uh, judaism coming out of parts of islam that that want this you know, their version of the end times to come. And so part of what I think right. the plan is, is they are orchestrating the end times. So if they can orchestrate an illusion right. of the end times, they can drive you into the hands of the new system. It's just like this flim flam that Peter Thiel's playing with the new right. And so make everything look mm -hmm. corrupt. I mean, just show the real corruption. You don't have to make it look corrupt. Show the real corruption, lift the right. veil on it, but then drive people away from the idea of restoring a republic into the idea of accepting a technocracy and so if you can create this illusion of end times coming they can also either one sell you a false god or two sell you into a new system that ends end times and so what i see coming based on all the technology i've read about and their different plans is basically two worlds and there's going to be one world which is the physical world that we live in now but it's going to be run as a total complete you know smart world or we'd call it a prison planet. So basically, right. all the plants, all the animals, all everything is going to be controlled, and then everything is going to be monitored with smart tech and the Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies devices. And then you have the second world, which is the digital world. And the digital world will basically be what the metaverse is. That's like the matrix, where you actually plug in to the matrix. So the whole idea of the fourth industrial revolution is the merger of the physical, biological, and digital. We are the biological. Logical. The physical is what we walk around in, and the digital is the metaverse. So it's the fusion of the three. That's actually what they talk about. And so you have to make everything in this physical world be disgusting and destroyed and corrupt and dirty just like in the matrix in the original matrix movie so you're living on right. the ebenezer ship and you're eating mush it's disgusting it's dingy it's dark it's destroyed that is the misery that these folks are trying to create here if they disrupt the supply chain which they control so it's not too hard to disrupt them they cut back on oil home heating fuel you know, over in Germany now, my wife's brother is there. Gasoline prices actually change during the day. They move the prices up and down on the pumps daily. Oh uh, pe people are burning garbage now because they can't afford to get coal, which they use over there. So they're creating misery. But that's the goal where they're going to end up driving people into living in their 400-square-foot box where they own nothing. And you strap on the VR headset or you turn on your brain chip and you go into the metaverse where you own a mansion and you have a Lamborghini. That is the idea of which 
they are selling you this concept that you're going to be a god, a god in your own world, inside a video game, basically, is what it is. I mean, there's no difference right. I see between that and the Matrix. So how many people they're going to try to kill? Uh, I mean, look, I, I imagine they have formulas that tell them how many humans actually have to live for the planet to survive. It's just like if we cut down every tree, right. the planet can't survive. So when you see Bill Gates back in 2010 at TED Talk talking about uh, how he wanted to innovate to zero carbon, he had a whole formula. You see, you, Yuval Noah Harari talk about hacking humans. They have a formula. So they have a formula for how many humans they need to be whatever they're going to serve the purpose for, like filtration systems because we breathe in and out, you know, oxygen and, right. and carbon dioxide so i think that's where this is going but part of it i truly believe and unfortunately a lot of christians are falling for this is they're trying to orchestrate the illusion of end times which then allows them mm -hmm. to either swoop in as the hero or sell them as you say the antichrist and we've had conversations on text back and forth with uh our friend dan yeah. Golvach that i've had on he studied theology for 40 years or something like that and so he studies yeah. all these sort of extremist versions of the abrahamic religions and so that's kind of what i see is happening is this they're orchestrating this end times scenario and then the antichrist that rises as dan thinks it will actually be more of a system than say an individual person whether it be you know trump or joe biden or elon musk he sees it more as the rise of this artificial intelligence probably something connected mm -hmm. to this metaverse world like the antichrist will actually be a system that they try to drive us into right well, you know, um, there are a bunch of prophets out here, you know, on YouTube. Um, and there was one, um, it, I don't know if you knew, uh, oh, what was his name? Mark. Um, he did the Trump prophecies. He was, he was the one that talked about the Trump prophecies that he supposedly had that Trump was going to become president. He supposedly got this in 20, I mean, yeah, 2011. And then, you know, all of this, I didn't learn about all of that until I think it was like 2017, 2018, something like that. Well, listen, Chrissy, in guy, in in hang on one second. In 2015, I said Trump would be president, so I'm changing the name of this show to The Prophet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think 50% I of, <laughs> of us said Trump would be president, so... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think I did too. I mean, yeah. all of us were were wanting it to happen. I mean, let's let's just not you know beat around the bush here. We all were like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's going to be president. But um, but no, but but um, but this guy and he talked about which was so interesting, which I really do believe this. Talked about the churches, okay, and how the many you know most of them ninety seven percent are under five hundred one c three. Which means it's a nonprofit, right? Nonprofit organization. Well, when you're under a uh, 501c3, a nonprofit organization, you are still basically controlled by the government. Okay, so they, so 97% of the churches, of the ministries, of whatever, whatever religion you are, it doesn't even matter. Okay, their job is to is to guide you into this new world order. I mean, that's what this is. 
and he talked he talked about it uh, mark taylor that's his name so um you know if you want to look him up he's got all of his prophecies for free um i on if you look him i, I can't re- i don't remember the, his website or whatever but you can look him up mark taylor and he was on all the christian um circuit you know on tv you know all the big the big mega churches and talking about that um all around on youtube for the last several years and so when you look at it that way it's scary because then you realize religion is first of all man-made that's my belief okay and i'm i I don't want to like stomp on anybody's belief system you know you know you guys you know whatever you believe in is fine with me you know but in my opinion you know church is man-made but spiritual like if you you feel connected to god that's a personal relationship that you have with god and so that's sort of where i'm at and i don't ascribe to any uh church and in fact when i was even like eight years old nine years old i I, you know i never i I said i'm not going to church i told my mom because i knew it's also a way of controlling the society based on different beliefs and, and 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 controlling your life and i just never ascribed to one particular religion i would say that i am christian just in the sense of that for me I believe in God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. However, when I talk about the Bible, I think a lot of it was taken out. I mean, the King James Bible didn't even come out till what the Middle Ages. I think it was like in the 1500s they redid it. 1600s. I'm not. I you know I could be wrong on the dates, but but you know they revamped it. They took stuff out, so we don't even know. I mean, what's in there? Who knows what Revelations really was? You know what I mean? And and I do think that, yeah, they are trying to orchestrate the end times quicker than I would say whatever God's time would be, you know, if in fact there is a, you know, is an end time. So people, all these religions that are out there, a lot of these uh, ministries that are out there that are, you know, on TV, on YouTube, doing all their stuff. Uh, you know, that's what they're talking about. And then you have these quote prophets that are out there talking about, you know, things are going to happen with this whole, you know, Trump, the whole, you know, getting America back, uh, you know, all this. And the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that you have to use your own discernment in, and, and take in all this information and then discern for yourself what you, believe and don't believe and what's right for you in your life and i think that that's the key to surviving at this juncture you have to and you know nobody says you have to be you know we have a society that says you have to be one way very materialistic and very blah blah blah, you know and very this and that you have to want to have the biggest house on the block you want to have the best car you want it that but that's all materialistic things and in the in in the end of it all that's not what matters i mean i believe we have a soul i believe you know we are down here i believe on earth to evolve as a spiritual being in any and and we all everybody has their different methods and that's sort of it but you know there is life after death um you know my sister died in 2006 and so that kind of led me 
into sort of the paranormal and the supernatural and then, you know, sort of starting to study all that. And, um, and I, you know, I believe and and most people I think believe that there is an afterlife. There are atheists out there that don't. I actually had an interview once with William B. Davis from the X-Files. He was a cigarette smoking man and, uh, he was an atheist. And I thought that was so interesting, you know, it's like, wow, I never met an atheist, but he's an atheist. He believes, you know, whatever you do here, that's it. And that's it. And then you're done. And that mentality allows for a lot of manipulation of people, of uh, being able to guide them to where they want you to go. And when I say they, I mean the deep state, the bad, the cabal, whatever, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Okay, these people that are these leadership that are of the world, these few elites. I mean, and if people understood these few people that are running everything and creating the chaos on planet, it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, God didn't intend for this cabal to come in and completely hijack humanity. And my hope is that there will be some kind of divine intervention here. Because, I mean, honestly, do you really think that God creator or whatever it is that you believe is going to allow his creation of DNA to be destroyed? I say no. I say that's not going to happen. That's my hope. Because otherwise we are in a nightmare scenario i mean we are we are moments away from really being locked down forever i mean and 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 you're right i mean i think they're trying to get rid of of mankind they're trying to get rid of humans because even like i said before in the conversation you if you're not human you have no human rights you have no rights and they can do whatever the hell they want they can take your kids they can put them in indoctrination camps. They can, I mean, because then they own the kids. That's why it's so interesting that they're they're forcing this vaccine on kids, trying to say, oh, well, you have to have vaccine for the kids. You're going to give your, 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 you know, five-year-old an experimental vaccine so they can go to school? I mean, what is this? It, 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 it's just pure insanity. And so we have to, as a human race, start thinking about each other in that on that level instead of all the divisional things of the world and how they divide us. They divide us from race. They divide us from religion. They divide us from, you know, everything, uh, you know, this whole, let's not even talk about the gender bender crap that's going on. The woke <laughs> crap. I mean, it just, uh, that's a whole other thing. It makes me so angry that these kids are being forced. I can't even imagine being a little elementary school kid and having to learn about sex. I mean, no. I'm so grateful. I, I didn't know that, anything that, about that, anything until I was 18. That's yeah, that, 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 I was just completely... That's all driven by the uh, transhumanists as well. It's just um, planting the idea in the next yeah. generation of the transitional human. And so transgender is just transitional gender, meaning that you can live between genders because, I mean, anyone who's right. realistic about this knows you cannot become a woman if you're a man. You cannot become a man if you're a woman. Now, you can take hormone blockers and uh, estrogen and get plastic surgery. That's all it is. But uh, you're now a transgender. Right gender because you hacked up your body and that's just the gateway drug 
to the idea of a transitional human where you can transition your mind up into the cloud you could become a cyborg you could beam your mind down into uh, a banana or whatever the hell you think that you're going to become and so they have to confuse everyone now i wanted to ask you this uh because I think this is important uh, as we transition into your book. But this also has to do with movies and now everything else that we're talking about, like planting the idea of the Marvel superheroes and people upgrading themselves to superhero status. So I thought about this while we were just talking. And what I find to be interesting, and you watch a lot of TV and movies and you used to track them and write about them and run blogs on different soap operas and stuff. But let me ask you if this is intentional. The last couple of decades, we've seen the rise of the anti-hero. And the concept of the anti-hero goes all the way back to classical Greek drama, the uh, Roman satire, uh, Renaissance literature. Uh, So it's been around for a long time. First actually termed an anti-hero in 1714, okay? So for those that don't know, an anti-hero is a main character in a story who may lack conventional heroic qualities and attributes such as idealism, courage, and more morality all of which we lack today it says although anti-heroes may sometimes <laughs> perform actions that are morally correct it is not always for the right reasons often acting primarily out of self-interest or in ways that divide defy conventional ethical codes an anti-hero typically exhibits one of the dark triad personality traits which include narcissism psychopathy and machiavellianism which we all have now and so in the last couple of decades we've seen the rise of characters like tony soprano we've seen dexter Mm -hmm. morgan we've seen ray donovan we've seen walter white Mm -hmm. actually in breaking bad it was interesting because the two main characters were both anti-heroes walter white and jesse pinkman in every other episode They would have you cheering on one or the other, but at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. they were two murdering, psychopathic drug dealers. Now, again, they may have, Jesse more than Wall, acted out of somewhat morality once in a while, but while Jesse would complain Mm -hmm. about Gus Fring using children to sell drugs or a child being killed, he had murdered multiple people throughout the show, and he was slinging drugs two people that were not taking care of their children because they were drug addicts. So do you think there has been this intentional rise of these anti-hero characters? Because I think as it relates to real life, everything we see now is like uh, predictive programming. As we're willing to cheer on Walter White or Ray Donovan or Tony Soprano or Dexter Morgan, At the same time, in real yeah, life, we totally. then go on, we go to cheer on Donald Trump. We cheer on Elon Musk. We cheer on these real life anti heroes that they throw in in front of us that say, "Well, this guy is now a Christian." Uh, speaking of Donald Trump, he's been married three times. He's been accused of beating his wife, but don't worry, now he's here to save America. I mean, do you think this is intentional? And in, uh, is this predictive programming? Yeah, it is predictive programming. I mean, you brought up Dexter, which, yeah, I mean, I watched Dexter. And it's so funny because you do, you start cheering for these criminals. Like, that it's okay as long as the angle is, and a lot of these shows are like that, you know, as long as the, 
you have the the main character is a criminal or is doing something you know bad whatever it is it's okay because he's got a heart of gold in there or he's doing it for a, but there's a, he's trying to rid the world of these criminals. So it's okay for him to go out and kill these criminals. That, that, that was the, the whole mindset with the Dexter thing. Right. And it's, it's crazy to me, but it is predictive programming. And you have to remember too, I mean, things got for me as far as like, in television, I'm going to talk just specifically about television for a minute. You know, when um, when Obama got rid of the Smith Munt Act of 1948, which banned uh, any kind of government propaganda in the United States, once that happened, the last so it's been 10 years since he did that. Okay, everything they needed that in order to create their pandemic, to use the news, to use it. They also recategorized the news as entertainment news, which is very interesting. In 2012, they recategorized it. It's entertainment news now. That's what they call it. It's not factual, okay? It doesn't have to be factual. It doesn't have to be true. It's just entertainment news. So you like whoever you like and you watch them and, and they pull out their, you know, their CIA 4 a.m. Uh, thing, you know, Mockingbird Media. We know all about that. And so all these shows, I the interesting thing is this too, I've been watching shows pre-2012. So like in the early 2000s, you had, remember Friday Night Lights? That was a really good, wholesome show about, you know, a, a high school football team and the coach and this little Coto town in Texas and how they were, you know, all, everything revolved around the football team, the high school football team there. And it was very, you know, very Americana. You've had the Gilmore Girls, which I just started watching because my niece liked it. It was just about a, mo- a single mom and, and her daughter and, you know, her going to school, you know, Anyway, it was just very wholesome. There was none of this crap in it. There was none of this political agenda crap. Every single show that has come out pretty much since about 2012, I would say, maybe 2013, everything has an agenda. You have, um, you know, like shows like I love The Ranch on Netflix. I watched The Ranch on Netflix. They had political back and forth, but they showed both sides. They they would show the right side, the conservative side, the left side, liberal side. But they, you know, they they basically were able to do that because of this reversal of the Smith Munt Act of 1948. And so now it's every single show, every single talk show, every single news channel, everything that you see, whether it's on Hulu, Netflix. Prime, all these new, any new shows, it's full of whatever the government propaganda twist is, whatever they want out there. The woke crap, okay? The, they still use racism. Uh, I, in fact, this is how crazy it is. I was watching uh, Restaurant Impossible, where, you know, the chef, uh, uh, what is his name? Irvine, Robert Irvine. He goes and he helps people with their the restaurant, goes in and renovates them. And I like to watch it just for the renovation part of it, right? Because it's just stupid and it's, you know, it's supposed to be just a brainless thing. But no, 
they've got, you know, a black woman on there saying, well, you know, I've been suppressed and I've been oppressed and da, 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 and I, it's been really hard for me. I'm sorry. Every single race has had it hard. It's not just black people, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because they, because they, they're, they're, they're fueling the racial fire in this country. And that goes on all the time in all these shows. They've, I mean, it's just, the whole thing has been just really sad to watch. And for me, it used to be fun to watch TV. You, you, I mean, I grew up with Dukes of Hazard, for God's sake. Funny show, you know. It was none of the now people they're afraid they the oh well there's a confederate flag on on the general lee i mean come on everything is a racist thing everything is a is a is a fascist statement everything i mean back then it was just tv people you know get a grip the whole the whole um i just think temperature of the way we uh, society operates now on social media and wherever, whatever platforms. It's just this PC stuff has just gotten out of control. We just need to go back to being regular human beings. And if 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 the media would change, if the mainstream media would change, that would be a big help. But yeah, I mean, as far as television goes, it's just it's all twenty four seven propaganda for whatever purposes they have so like you said there's people that you know for whatever group right they're all targeting they're targeting every single type of group out there it's really incredible to see and now i see through everything i mean i commercials everything you can see the propaganda through it in a second it's so simple and i'm hoping and praying that people are waking up to all of this and like turning their TVs off. I mean, that's, I, I, you know, I'll still watch, I, like I said, I've been watching shows from like the 90s, the 80s and 90s, because there wasn't that, you know, when you go back to the 1980s, you know, I, I used to watch Family Ties, you know, with uh, Michael J. Fox. And yes, I watched The Cosby Show before we knew he was a monster, okay? <laughs> but, you know, Cheers, uh, you know, shows like that, Frasier, I mean, these were just shows that were fun to watch. There wasn't any any political propaganda in them. And, and, and then you had Murphy Brown come on the scene, which, you know, oh, my God, you know. And, and back then I used to watch it thinking, oh, this is so funny. But now I look at it, I'm like, oh, my God, they were, in, they were influencing. Everything is to influence whoever fits that, that category, you know. It's all targeted, and it's all by these these think tanks it's all by design and the only way around it is to step outside this matrix and start you know i, I you know pick and choose what you're watching or just don't even i don't know i and it's so funny because i've talked you and i have spoken about this dustin about the fact like i don't understand why i'm not brainwashed at this point because you know <laughs> i used to watch i watched soap operas from 1984 <laughs> to 2015 Okay, I watched every single news show. Every I don't understand why I'm not brainwashed it, it, like like a lot of people. So it's so funny when I look back at everything, and you know, I'm trying not to be preachy, but it's really really hard because I just want people to be able to see through the matrix. I just need 
need that to happen. You know, it's, it's, well, it's, it's, a, it's so it's, frustrating. 